Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoopers Lab podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you today, good sir? Um, I'm pretty good. I I was going to wake up early to do some, uh, some prep week shit for school, but then I just fell back asleep. So I was like, all right, I guess not. Well, damn. Yeah, school starting soon. So we'll have to see how that goes. And then More the depression summer's... starts to kick in. The what? The depression <laughs> starts to kick in. <laughs> Facts. But no, it, it's been a good summer for the podcast, I'd say. There, there was, um, it wasn't as much it's as been, I think last it's summer. It's been I'm just kidding. <laughs> last summer was definitely more because more basketball was actually going on. Like last summer was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, I guess the offseason even trickled into like October back then. So, because the season only started in like December. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. But yeah. It was December 22nd. It was. I think. It, it was either the 23rd or the 22nd. It was like, why did they start it on Christmas, man? I know. It doesn't make any sense. It's like for marketing, it's like, bro. Like, I just remember everybody shit on the Christmas games. They're like, these games suck because we started the season too early. Like, what do you what do you want the NBA to do? <laughs> and now no, everyone. If it would have been day one, it. then it would have been like forgivable more. Yeah, no, exactly. And then those people wouldn't have complained. Well, maybe they would have. I don't fucking know. <laughs> NBA fans complain about anything. Please, please, these people. <laughs> exactly. You can't please anyone. But uh, we'll see if we can please people with our Western Conference no. standing predictions. Definitely which, not. Which we are <laughs> definitely not. I was like, I don't, I don't like put this into consideration. But I was doing research on like what other people's predictions are, just to like see, you know. Yeah. And then there's some like teams that people are very high on and very low on. That's like I don't understand it. Yeah, like, there were a couple of teams that I didn't know how to gauge just because I was trying to play it by, like, partly I was trying to play it off their offseason and partly, like, how they did last year, and I didn't completely know how to gauge some teams. No, yeah, and it's going to be like that. Like, the thing about this list is, like, we're not ranking them based off how good we think they are. We're ranking them based on how we think they'll perform in the regular season. So I might have one team no, exactly. higher than another team, but that doesn't necessarily mean I think that that team is more talented, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like the Grizzlies are a good example of that, and, like, the Jazz, you know? Yeah. Like, those are yeah. just, like, really good regular season teams. So you have to kind of put that into consideration when you do this. And then also, yeah, like, offseason moves, continuity is a big thing, like how they did last year. And also, it's pretty deep. Like, even like the teams at the bottom, I could see making the play in game. So, no, like, it's all like, like anyone from, like, from like 12 and up, I could see legit being in contention for the play in slash playoffs. Exactly. Like, I like, I could see any of these bottom teams like making a serious push for the playoffs. No, like, yeah. And that's just how the NBA is, and that's just how unpredictable the season can be. So, also, these are most definitely going to be wrong, but... What do you... Bro, has anybody, like, ever actually predicted the standings perfect? I don't think so. That'd be pretty wild. That'd be pretty... Yeah, that's gonna be us today. Um, <laughs> so, we'll start with... Fi- we'll start at the bottom, obviously. Um, start at one, off. work our way down to 15. Like, <laughs> yeah, then at the end of the podcast, <laughs> we'll just be like, oh... <laughs> That's not a good. That's not a good way to do it. So fifteen. Who do you have? I have the Thunder. 
I, I have the Thunder too. I almost asked who your honorable mention was, but then I was like, I, <laughs> I really That's wanted to try to put the Thunders at four. The Thunders, the Thunder thunders. at fourteen, but yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. Because if like Shea gets hurt again at any <laughs> point during the season, they're fucked. So like, I don't yeah. know. Like they were a team that like obviously they were competitive last year, and I can see them like being a better team than last year. But my main thing is just like, why would they want to be? Com- no, exactly. Know? There's especially no reason to it with the roster they have. Exactly, and especially when you have Chet Holmgren, who could potentially be like the first overall pick, or possibly Imani Bates. Like I see no reason why you would want to be competing that much like obviously you're not gonna want to go out there and just fucking not play but like no they're gonna be competitive in the first half and then once they like they're gonna do what they did last year i think no exactly yeah they're gonna come out competitive and then surprise people and then they're just gonna like drop off because they don't need to be up there yeah like they they wanted mobley in the draft i'm assuming because they like it seems like that they really wanted definitely no they definitely wanted big they got rid of Got rid of their young. I don't. I don't really understand why they wanted to get rid of Moses Brown. Yeah. I. I what did they? Oh, it was just the salary. Just That's what yeah, it was to get rid of Horford. It was to get rid of Horford's salary. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like yeah, they've been wanting that center, so I think they're gonna heavily target Chet Holmgren, and that's kind of their main goal this season, and to like be kind of competitive. But like, if you look at their roster, like it's probably the worst roster in the league. Oh, hundred percent. Outside of Shea. Shea's just so good and just makes it, like, that team makes him so decent. much better. Yeah. Like, Shea is incredible, man. I just keep, like, seeing Instagram posts showing love to, like, different categories of his game. And I just keep getting recognized to, like, how great he is in so many different categories. Bro, if they didn't have Shea, they'd literally be, like, an all-time bad team. They'd be, like, the Bobcats. They'd yeah, probably literally. probably be, like, that level. They'd be, yeah. low, like, they'd be, like, 15 wins max, bro. <laughs> and that's pushing it. <laughs> but yeah, Boucher just makes that team so much better. And he makes them like a threat. Like obviously they were doing really good with him last year. And yeah, they didn't really do anything in the offseason. I don't think Josh Giddy is going to come in and just be like. He's not, no, he's not going to do anything crazy for them. No, the team is definitely like, more of a project player, which isn't a bad thing. No, especially for this team. That's what I was thinking. Like it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But I mean, I still would like Kuminga better for if you were getting still, the project better. Yeah, literally, Kuminga is the project player out of coming out of this draft. Like he's got, he like he obviously his floor isn't like extremely high right now, but his potential is like crazy. I don't know why. I don't. I think I still hundred percent think they should have went with Kuminga, but I I, I had a feeling. They, I had a feeling they weren't going to. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean. They're also just, like, super young. Their coach is super young. And also, like, I think that they haven't gone better or worse from last year. They lost Al Horford, and they gained Derek Favors, and then they got Josh Giddy. Obviously, their young guys are going to improve, but they're basically, like, the same team running it back. Yeah. And last year, they were the 14th seed. And, like, yeah, I think they're going to be last. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're more competitive and they can push being up there more. Oh, 100%. They have the least talented roster in the West, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're in agreement on that. Um, who's your number fourteen? Uh, I have the Spurs here. Okay, I have the Spurs here too, but I really want to put them higher. I know, like I was really considering it, cause like at the end of the day, they still have pop, and like that's what I was thinking. And at the end of the day, they're still going to be competitive. So it's like, yeah, it's hard to go against that. 
Like my I don't think I don't think they're gonna be. I don't know if they'll necessarily like be one of those teams that I can consider in contention for like the play in, but I think I consider them in that contention. Like they are one yeah. of the teams I was saying that like they're at the bottom of this list, but I could see them pushing like ten or nine. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you why once you finish what you were gonna say. I don't know. I lost. I I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, then I'll talk about. So like. Yeah, obviously they still have pop and like the Spurs intentions I don't think are to tank. No. Like definitely not. I think it's to develop their young talent and be competitive like on the fly. Like, yeah. I think that's kind yeah. of their they're not really like with pop and just like with that organization, they're not really like a bottoming out kind of like I just don't think I just don't see that's what they're gonna do. Even if it's like midway through the season and they're like twelve and they're like kind of out they're kind of in the middle of like both of those like in the middle of those crossroads where it's like they could be at they could tank and get to the bottom or they could push the plan. I still think they'd rather push for the plan. So oh, like that, yeah. So like that matters. And also the thing why I have them 14 is because like all the teams above them have like a star. And they're just like yeah. That that's really what it comes down to. It's like the Rockets have Jalen Green, the Timberwolves have Cat, Kings have De'Aaron Fox, Pelicans have Zion. So it's just like that. And then also, I mean, they have some players that could take a jump. DeJounte Murray, I have as a most improved candidate. And then Keldon Johnson, I could see as a really good player. I mean, he was with the Team USA, and I could just see him improving. Lonnie Walker, Yaka Pirtle. Like, it's just a good fit for what Pop tries to do. And I could just see them being a good team. Because, like, I think defensively, they have DeJounte Murray, they have Yaka Pirtle. They have Keldon Johnson. They have the defensive pieces. They also have Devin Vassell. Like, they're a young team. Like, you shouldn't just write off the Spurs. I think that they could do good in the offseason. Not in the No, off-season. 100%. <laughs> you just... <laughs> in the offseason. <laughs> Jake holds the offseason. No, I, I literally always think of that. I literally always think of the album when we mention that's the offseason now. That's what I think of, too. No, but I think defensively and just like they have, I think that they could be good. But I have yeah. 14, so <laughs> I think they could be good. 15 seed, but I think they could though. Like that's what I was saying. Like they have young players, they have a good like culture and defensive team. Like the only thing is they don't have that star. No, these yes. standings this year were like, like honestly, like most of the teams were really hard to predict where they'd be like there's like a couple there's th- there's three teams that i really wasn't sure where i wanted to put them yeah we'll, we'll get to that later and then you could tell me which teams those are i think i have a basic idea on which teams you're thinking about but yeah okay let's go to number is there anything else you want to say about the spurs no spurs are boring that's yeah, they first, they so. lost to Rosen, who was their main guy, so that's obviously. A and they already player. didn't make the playoffs, so like. And they already were, yeah, the ten seed, and like, but I still think they could be competitive, and they will try to be competitive. Yeah, hundred. This is kind of like based on just looking at the roster. This is kind of like the safe pick. Yeah, like yeah, early on. Yeah, uh, who do you have at thirteen? I have the Houston Rockets. Okay, I do too. So I'm surprised you didn't put them higher. I thought you were higher on them. Not that high. The roster ain't that Maybe good. Maybe it was me. I don't remember. The roster ain't that good. I think it was me who was high on them. But then I was like, I was thinking about it. Then I was like, yeah, no. The max I could see them is one spot higher. 
I mean, I think that, like, no, I think that any of these teams could be 10 seed like that, you know? I basically just ranked them off of, um, I guess, the chances. That's fair. Like, the teams that are closer to that spot are just more likely to be at that spot. But I could see any of these teams, you know, doing really good. Like, yeah. Well, not really That's good. True. Like, make the plan. I think, I don't know if it's about being really good, but I think they could just be better than the teams above them and, like, the team, like, the teams that I have above them. Yeah. And obviously, that, obviously that's how it works, but, like, I could well, that, just see yeah. some of the teams that I have above them underperforming, but them kind of staying, like, like, the teams that are lower yeah. playing just as I expected and the other teams playing worse, basically, is how I see it. Yeah. I mean, the Rockets were the worst team in the league last year, but they were doing good when they had... Uh, when Christian Wood was playing, and then he got injured, and they were just awful. But yeah, and now they had, and now they obviously had a Jalen Green who's going to go out there and he's going to be able to get some buckets for them. I think Jalen Green's going to be good. Yeah, I think he's going to be good for them. I think he's getting like really overhyped, and I, I like, I see the talent, but like some claims people are making are wild. Yeah, like people are comparing him to Kobe and MJ, like. I've seen that so Man's has, hasn't played an NBA game yet. I think the Rockets are just going to be a really fun team to watch. And I oh, definitely, definitely think that's part of... That's something they were missing last year. Yeah, last year there was so much drama because they still had the Harden stuff going on. And then Christian Wood was really... I mean, Christian Wood was a bright spot. Same with Kevin Porter Jr. when he came onto the team. But they still weren't, like, enough to, like, watch them. No, exactly. But now it's still with those it, yeah. two and then Jalen Green as a collective, that makes it more worthwhile to watch. No, exactly. Games. And you have this young, amazing scorer who's apparently getting compared to, to Kobe. I've seen exa- I've seen it so much. Like I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but they're yeah. gonna be a fun team. I think that they could surprise some people just because when you look at rookies coming into the league like they actually help like high drafted rookies help their team more than like they have in the past you know oh 100 like when you look at past rookies like they come into the league and they automatically like make a winning impact and like raise their team's ceiling especially so, guards no yeah that's what i was thinking like i'm trying to fuck now i'm blanking but yeah, they just like they do they do good. But yeah, the Rockets 13 seed. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think they could be comp- more competitive than last year, but I still don't see them making the playoff the the playoffs or the play-in just yet. Yeah, no, not yet, and that's not a bad thing. Like they literally just no. started their rebuild. Bro, what the fuck? What the hell? Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin is not Kevin Porter Jr.'s first name. His first name is Brian. Brian Kevin Porter Jr. How does that, that doesn't even make sense? <laughs> what the heck? What is why does basketball reference say his name is Brian Kevin Porter Jr., but all of his Instagram and Twitter is Kevin Porter Jr.? And why does it go by <laughs> why isn't it just Brian Porter? I, Brian Porter, yeah, literally. I'm confused. Okay, anyways, uh, number 12, who do you got? All right, I got the Kings here. I got the Kings too. Let's see if we have the exact same list. <laughs> Probably not. No, I think it'll switch up probably after. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Um. Yeah, I guess with the Kings, I see their playoff drought continuing. It's um, just Luke Walton, man. It's just the coaching. They have they're to not going to be... They're, they're not going to be... Here's the thing the Kings have to do. They either have to get rid of Luke Walton, which is obviously the easy choice. They get rid of Luke <laughs> Walton, 
Or they just have to get more talent. Because with Luke Walton, they're not going to be able to do shit with the talent they have. And it's just because of how shitty of a coach he is. Here's my thing. They're very similar to the Grizzlies. The only difference between the Kings and the Grizzlies is, I think, coaching. Coaching, 100%. Is coaching and also the fact that, like, the Kings don't really have, like, I think JJJ is a really good second guy. But I don't think Men's didn't even play last year. Have, that's true. But I think that just, like, the Grizzlies have a better culture and better yeah. coaching. No, they're, like, more established as, uh, like, what they are. But, like, the Kings could be on that level if they just had better coaching. Then they could establish a better culture because they have, like, like the pieces fit, like, play fast. But it's, like, yeah. you know. yeah. Like, you have some of the most athletic players at the power forward and center position. You have De'Aaron Fox, the fastest player in the league. You have Buddy Field, who could just sit on the wing and just spot up on the break. Like, play fast. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, it, Luke Walton, just there's get no your head reason, out of your ass. There's no reason for them not to be a top five pace. Yeah, yeah. Or even top three. Like, when they were when they almost made the playoffs in Fox's second year... Yeah, in his second year, when they were, like, amazing, they were playing fast. And that's how they no, found exactly. their most success. Exactly. And then Luke Wall and KO is like, uh-uh, we're going to slow it down. It was weird that they did that. The Kings were, like, supposed to be the last place team in the league, and then they almost made the playoffs, and then they just right. fired David uh, Yarger. David Yeager, I think is his name. <laughs> I think Yarger, that's how you say Yarger, Yarger. Yarger, <laughs> But yeah, I think the that Kings is kind of a some... weird firing. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. But like Darren Fox, obviously big fan. They have some players that could big that fan, could improve Spider-Man. and do decent, but they just don't yeah. have enough, and the coaching really holds them back. No, exactly. Like if Marvin Bagley has the season that he could have, and if they play faster, and if Tyrese Halliburton keeps improving, if Davion Mitchell plays how this is impactful. Can... No, yeah. Just plays the way he plays, basically. And then Buddy Heald has kind of a bounce back year because last year was kind of like, kind of a weird year for him. He just needs to get out of Sacramento, man. Like, that's the problem. They just won't trade him. And like, no, coach doesn't want him there. He doesn't want to be there. No, yeah, that's facts. Uh, Anything else to mention about the Kings? No. I just want to see the Kings like, man, just fire Luke Wallen. I just want to see the Kings be like decent. I could see that, like, they have the potential to be a fun team. But right now, with the way they play, they're not really fun. No, exactly. Like, this, this, like, firing Luke Walton solves all your problems. You become a more winning team. You get more national attention, and you get more fans. And more people start watching your games because you're more fun of a team. I know exactly. That's the problem here. But yeah, don't the Kings, yeah, the Kings have no nationally televised games for the past two seasons. Yeah, with good reason. Like, fuck. Like, exactly. It's because they don't want to... No, it's because no one wants to watch these fucks. No, literally. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know, man. I love my boy De'Aaron Fox, but maybe maybe you should get out, man. King's branding is also low-key kind of weak. Like, they have such a good color scheme. They have such an amazing color scheme and, like, kings. Like, you could do so much with that. Literally. And then they're like, yeah, we're just a crown. Sacramento. Yeah, literally. Their logos, yeah, like their branding could be so good. Okay, moving on to eleven. I think this might be where it starts to change. Starts to change up. This What's is where 
these three teams that are about to come up for me, I like flip flopped like ten times. Okay, yeah, this is the same thing for me. It's kind of like the same tier, like nine to eleven. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> eleven to nine. There we go. <laughs> is like very interchangeable, and I'll talk about why I chose. I think we have the same three teams here. I'm assuming, but who's your eleven? Who did you decide finalize at eleven? Uh, Minnesota. Fuck, I did too. Okay. <laughs> it was at first. I did, I think the first draft I had Minnesota first, and then it was first like season? third. I'm no, yeah, of course. Yeah. MVP cat. I told yeah, you, bro. Yeah, you gotta stay true to your. Got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the West is just so stacked, man. It's that it's not like this is like that. I think Minnesota isn't gonna be on shit or anything, but like yeah. It's just so stacked. And, like, you also have to keep in mind that D'Lo's pretty injury-prone. Cat's been pretty injury-prone. No, yeah. And, like, if they if they could – Yeah, defense, defensively, they're still shit. Um, but if they can get – like, if they can all be healthy and get their – get some momentum to go together, I definitely could see them being higher than eleven. No, yeah, for sure. And the thing is, like, defensively and just, like, overall as a team, I think they've improved and I think they will improve 100%. from last season. I think that with more time on the court together, like, they were picking up at the end of last season, which also, like, you have to take into consideration, it was at the end of last season where some yeah. teams were trying to bottom out. So, like, you have to put that into consideration. But also, like, it was good to see that they were all clicking and they were doing good together. But, yeah. 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 Like they were a bottom three defense last year. I could see them being like a bottom five, bottom seven. I could see them improving a little bit on defense, not being bottom three, but like improving a bit because I think like their culture will change a little bit. I think they'll try a bit more on defense. I don't think they're going to solely focus on defense. Well, now they have Pat Bev as well. So he's going to, he's definitely going to help push them for that. I think so too. And I think just overall, even without him, I think that they're going to. They, yeah push themselves because they realize that that's kind of what they need to do to win more games. But yeah, like the Timberwolves were the 13 seed last year and 11, like jumping up is pretty good for them. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's all you could really ask for. I think they will. Yeah. Like they just need to show improvement because they haven't really for like the past two years, they've kind of just been like at the bottom, but like pushing the play in is big for them and cat and their organization. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I could see D'Lo like, returning to kind of like on his Brooklyn shit like Brooklyn, not, yeah. I don't think completely but I think he could do like kind of that Anthony Edwards with another year of experience will be dangerous Malik Beasley as a nice as a nice player just a nice complimentary piece good score yeah Pat Bev, the defense I still want them why has no one signed Paul Millsap they should sign Paul Millsap I've been saying that it's like oh, like it's perfect it's perfect <laughs> Why did they not sign him? Paul Millsap's nowhere. And, like, is he that bad at this point? The thing is, like, Iguodala is still getting contracts. Trevor Ariza is still getting contracts. Paul Millsap is better than them. No, yeah, and exactly. Like, like, it's not like you're going to expect him to come out here and score the ball. Paul Millsap He's going to come out there and play defense for you. Gordon. Exactly. Like, Paul Millsap is not a bad player. And, and he can help fit next to yeah he in can that help team. and just help build some culture for them or like at least on the defensive end of the ball yeah even if he's only on here for like a year 
perfect next to Cat, and then just like a vet. Like, really, Patrick Beverly like is their only vet. Like, literally, I don't like Jake Layman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. but like, veteran presence is so important in the NBA, and like, they don't really have any. No, exactly. To build that culture, which is why I kind of see them being lower, but I definitely see them being more competitive and pushing that play in tournament. Which just another team that's a little need. more fun as well. No, yeah, I think that they'll be more fun this year. I think that if they stay healthy, obviously we don't know what injuries are going to be like during the season, but like I want the Timberwolves to do good, and I think they can if things if they don't get injured. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of been the story of their team for the past two years. Story of my life. Yeah, I was thinking. Take her home, <laughs> right Okay. Um. So we got number ten, right? Yeah. So ten seed. That's where I got my Pelicans. I have the Pelicans here too. So very, very standard right now. <laughs> Again, like I was flip flopping like, them back and forth a bunch too. Yeah, the Pelicans. I I was flip flopping. Lots of people are high on them. Like when I was seeing. I f- the thing is, I feel like part of it is my bias though, because like part of me deep down expects the Pelicans to be like bad again. Mm, really, I. I but think the this thing is, a good is for them. Yeah, because the thing also is they made some pretty solid off season moves this year. Obviously, they it wasn't lost. amazing. Yeah, they they lost Lonzo, but if they, they still fucked up free agency, team, if they would have had the exact same team but would have kept Zoe, like if you still get Valanciunas, and if you just like have the same team, but just like with Zoe instead of Devontae Graham, I think they're higher, honestly. That, yeah, even if it's a spot, like I think that would push them over the Grizzlies for me. But like losing Lonzo is just like such a big thing. Oh, so is that your is that your uh, nine seed as well? Who is? The Grizzlies. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's who I have to. <laughs> I assume so, but okay, well, we'll talk about them next. So I think Zion's going to improve, obviously, and I think he'll be kind of like the main reason. I think he's the main reason that people have the Pelicans so high. Well, Kai Zion is not fucking good. No, yeah, but like literally everyone's like Everyone that has him high, like the Pelicans, like making the playoffs, or like he's going to be an MVP candidate. Yeah. Like people yeah. think that he's going to be that good. So that's why they're this high. It's not because the team around them. It's literally just like how you think that basically how you think the Pelicans are going to do is based off two things. One is how much, how good you think Zion's going to be this season. And then two is just like how little you care about the rest of the factors. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they're still, like, depth-wise is not it. Defensively, still not it. Who did they guess their coach again? Willie Green. Willie Green. He was, um... Son's assistant coach. Yeah, but, like... I've heard, I've seen a lot of mixed opinions on him as well. Like, I've seen some people, like, saying, like, he's part of the scheme behind the Suns defense. He's... And then I've seen people, like... It's all just about personnel. It's like, I don't know, man. I mean, first your coach, and that's kind of like first your head coach. Not even just like first your coach. Yeah. Team. Like first your head coach. And yeah, just like I think Ingram's going to do like the same thing he did last year in the season before. I yeah, I don't Zion's see him take, I don't see him taking much of a jump. Like no, maybe I... a little more statistically wise, but like. Yeah. I'd like to see him get a little more rebounds. Mans was not rebounding the ball last year. 
Yeah, facts. I think that Valanciunas and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are going to be really good for them this season. But yeah, like, I'm still unsure about Devontae Graham and that depth and that defense. I'm just, that's kind of the main thing for me. Their depth is, their depth is what? Kyra Lewis. They got Thomas Santoransky, which I think is good. Yeah. Bootleg Thomas Santoransky. Thomas Santoransky. Kyra. Trey Murphy. I need to see this fucking roster. Uh, what's their like, sh- what's no the shoot? What's the shooting guard him. they drafted's name? I know he's like a good defender. Is he supposed to be starting for them or not starting? No, no, the, no. That's what I meant. Uh, I Josh can imagine Alvar- he might get some Josh minutes. Alvardo, Alvardo, that's not, how I, <laughs> <laughs> that's not who I was thinking. But and then what is their what are their like forwards and big? What are their forwards and bigs off the bench? Uh, Jackson Hayes is still there, and then I guess is he like, there? Matt, Matt has been struggling with life lately. <laughs> Facts. Um, and then their backup four, I guess, would be. Uh, they don't have Trey James Murphy? Johnson anymore. Trey, what position is Trey? Murphy? I think Trey Murphy is more of a three, but he could probably he could honestly, if you're, you could, he could probably run small or he could run the two. This thing says guard. Yeah, like he could either be a wing or a forward. Like I've seen, like he could play the. Four, I guess. I don't know, though. I definitely think he could probably run two through four. Because he's a solid defender, good three-point shooter. Yeah, their depth isn't very good. Did Josh Hart (laughs) sign with them? Did who? Josh Hart. Oh, yeah, Josh Hart did resign. I forgot about that. I don't know. Maybe might have been while you were at the cabin. I do remember him re-signing, though. Okay, he did. Oh yeah, I I still didn't think he was on the team. Okay, that's good for them, but like still they're. I'm glad. Cool. No, if they lost Josh Hart and Lonzo, break my heart, man. Yeah, facts. But like, yeah, this team just doesn't have the depth or the defense, and there's just too many like factors going against them. Obviously, when you have Zion on your team, obviously your ceiling is gonna be like could potentially be high, but just I don't see the pieces around him being that great. But I think ten is a good especially spot. not yet. Like they made solid moves to get better and. To exactly. cater more to Zion, but I still don't know. If, and I still don't think it's like enough. No, yeah, and like you also have to think like they were the ten seed, or no, they were the eleven seed last year. I see them being like ten or nine. I think. Yeah, yeah. But like that's that's good. Like improvement is good. Yeah, even if like, it's like like one two seeds. Team. Yeah. But the problem is that people think that Zion's gonna leave soon, and people like think that they need to win like right now, and also like. That's the problem with the NBA, bro, is, like, young players and young teams don't have time to develop. Like, they have part, to be especially for right No, especially for the small markets. And part of it is, like, seeing a team like the Atlanta Hawks do what they did this season. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, if you're Zion, it's like, I want that shit. And That's Luka exactly being right. in MVP yeah. conversations, like, I want that shit. People Even want just Even Memphis he- competing for the playoffs, like, yeah, as a young team. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, even, like, the Mavericks, too, how much they've catered to Luka and how well that's been going. Like, Zion's probably thinking, like, damn, why don't they do this to me? Like, why don't they just Why don't they just get a bunch of shooters for me? Yeah, like, why don't they build the team around me that's going to help me? Like, yeah. No, that's kind yeah, of the, the Pelicans problem. The Pelicans offseason was saying. horrible last year. Oh, god-awful. Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams. The Eric fuck was Bledsoe's- my man? What was my man's thinking, bro? <laughs> we're gonna be competitive and play really good defense fuck yeah and then they did they barely even did that they were so disappointing they did not add like what they were supposed to add 
they were supposed to be good a good defense that they literally couldn't defend anyone. PFX. I think they'll be like a five hundred team. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Just improvement, yeah. Um for their own nine, sake. I think we already know. Yeah, it's the Lakers. It's the yep. So number nine. So let's talk about <laughs> it it's the Grizzlies. I reset it. <laughs> I spoiled it before. Um yeah, the reason I was Grizzlies. Oh no, you go, you go, you go. I was actually pretty close to including another team into this like tier of the nine through eleven <laughs> through nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I know but, what you're thinking of. Too. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you'd know as well. But yeah, Lakers. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said they were nine. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just like I don't Memphis off season this year. It wasn't bad. Like. It's gr- It's growing on me a You've bit. Been shitting on it. It's growing on me a bit. I still okay. don't like it. I think the Jonas Valanciunas loss was kind of big for them, and what they yeah. got back was like mid. Yeah. Um. But at the at the end of the day, you still have your core piece in John Morant, and then you can expect a decent I jump from Jared Allen. For, yeah, Jared Allen. Yes, I love Jared. <laughs> Allen. Jared, Jared Jackson and some of their other young pieces. You can expect improvements from. So at the same time, it's like no, yeah, for sure. I could still still be them seeing around the same area as they were. I had them at like uh, yeah, I was flip flopping with that tier two. I had them at eleven, but then I thought like. Just like I had them at 11 into, for a while, too. But I was just putting into consideration, like, the culture and just, like, just basically just, like, the culture and the continuity. Yeah, like, they're the most established team exactly. out like, of the three already. They have the lowest ceiling out of that tier, but they have the highest floor. Like, I yeah, can see the Pelicans yeah. or the Timberwolves doing, like, complete trash. Like, but, like, the Grizzlies are the team I don't see doing at, like, as bad as them, but also I no, can see exactly. the Pelicans and Timberwolves doing really good. But I, I don't see the Grizzlies doing like that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're just kind of like the safe pick here. I think that it's fair. I think that their team. I mean, I'm I'm expecting a big season from John Morant and JJJ. So that's another reason too, and just them being more established. But yeah, and then like I'm trying to think of the other guys on their team, like Dylan Brooks. I think will do good. I like, like Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark. Kyle Anderson, like they just Slow got like mo. a decent slow motion. Yeah, they just got a couple guys that I like as well. So I can definitely see the Kings. Fuck, <laughs> I can definitely <laughs> still see Memphis being afloat. No, yeah, exactly. I think that they'll keep it together, and I think that this is kind of like what they are at this point. You know? Yeah, they're just kind of yeah. like at this spot for until they really just like can make bigger moves or players improve more drastically. Yeah, unless J- I was going to say Jared Allen again. <laughs> unless I, Just say JJJ. Un- yeah, unless JJJ makes a, a pretty big jump. That's what I was thinking. Or like, I mean, I guess Jaw could take like a bigger jump too, but I already expect him to. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, they need to, they need to figure that stuff out. They're off season. They don't really have like, they don't have any vets anymore, do they? Steven Adams. It's not a very good pick. And Eric Bledsoe. Oh, Eric Bledsoe isn't there. Oh, yeah, they traded him. the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, for, it was for, like, Pat Bev and... Who else was it? It was Pat Bev and someone else. Rondo. Pat... Oh, Rondo. And now they're both gone. No. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what a weird offseason. And I don't like Steven Adams there either. Like, he's alright. But next to Jaw... Like, you're just gonna run into similar issues with the that the fucking Pelicans had with Steven Adams. 
Yeah, like Valanciunas is good because he does the dirty work, but he can also space the floor. Yeah. And also offensively. I mean, I I like the fit next to JJJ, but I don't like the fit with Yeah. 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 Well, and having just someone who can at least shoot just a center that can at least just pop a mid-range jump no, shot yeah. consistently. Can do that. Exactly. It's like so such an underrated aspect. Oh, they have uh, Jarrett Culver. I forgot about that. Ooh. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna live most improved most improved season. He will trust. Uh, Got to drop Bain, fifty. Desmond Bain's a fucking bucket. I loved him coming out of the draft, and I Desmond Bain's my homie. <laughs> Desmond, <laughs> my homies there. love Desmond Bain. I he's a really good player. <laughs> Xavier Tillman too. Like they got a nice young team, but yeah, like Stephen Adams is really their only vet. Tyus Jones is like a vet on that team. I remember, oh man, he was young when we got into the league, bro. When he got into the league, yeah, you're right, he was. Yeah. No. <laughs> when we got in, no, 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 like when we started watching. No, I know, I know, I was just joking. Kyle Anderson is also kind of like a vet. At That's this true. Point. How old is he? He's twenty six. Twenty seven. He's almost. He's he's gonna be twenty eight though soon. Okay. Holy yeah. fuck! What the fuck is that noise? There's a big ass bucket on my house. Okay, moving on to <laughs> number eight. So can I can I go first? Sure. So is the team you were thinking about the Blazers? Yes. That was the team that you were like they could also be in that tier with the Blazers. Yeah. Okay, I have I have them at eight as well. I just like I don't know, man. They still have Roko, right? Is he like the do all end all? He's like, no. I'm just wondering if they still he's have gonna be their MVP. Uh, yeah, they still do. Like on paper, around Dame, like their rock. Who's their center? Oh, I guess Nurkic. And then their backup center is the most athletic big in the league, Cody Zeller. <laughs> like <laughs> on paper, so he's like, I want to be with an athletic big. Come <laughs> on and get Cody Zeller. I mean, he's got Larry Nance now. I guess that's true. Yeah. But on paper, Larry Nance and Rocco, like, those are pretty good forwards to have next to Dane. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like, like, I could see, like, I don't know. Part of me, like, I could really see Dame gone by the trade deadline. But at the same time, it's like, like, especially if they're doing bad, like, I could see him gone. But part of me could also see him being decent because... It's just like you have Dame who can fucking have stretches during the season where he's averaging like 40. He's the ultimate carrier. Like he yeah. backpacked that team to the playoffs with no help for years. So that's why it's like people see them dropping off a bit. But like I don't. I still think that they're established in this spot. And like the thing is, I still think they're a playoff team. Their team is basically the same. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, don't really, there's some minor things, but, like, they're basically the same team. They just got and, a like, couple we know where like, this team is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we know what this, we know what Dame, what a team with Dame and CJ could do. We know what team with, like, the supporting cast could do. They're basically the exact same. They should, they should try to trade CJ for some kind of big. They basically, that's, no, a wing, bro. Or, like, a forward? That's what I, like, like, they need, like, yeah, bro. They need, like, a forward. A forward or a wing. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, like, the position I think it would be best at. But, no, yeah. I just, not not a guard. 
Get another small guard. The only thing you did is, like, you replaced Mello with Larry Nance, and then you got Cody Zeller. You replaced Ennis Cantor with Cody Zeller. Did they have Ennis Cantor last year? Or was he on the Celtics last year? Oh, he was on the Celtics. Did they, they trade No, he wasn't. He, he's on the Celtics right or now. Or is that this year? That... Oh, my God, man. Oh, my memory sucks. We're losing our, losing our mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Portland, definitely, I see them being around the same area. No, yeah, I could see, like, Dame just, like, backpacking that team. Okay, I... He was on the Blaze. Yeah, he was on he was on the Celtics two years ago. Then he went to Portland last year, and then now he's back on the Celtics. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. But yeah, Dame is just the ultimate backpack guy. I think it would just lead that team to the playoffs, but like nothing more really. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the thing about Dame, like he could be traded at the deadline, kind of like what we've seen with Harden and the Rockets. But, like, I don't really think so, because, like, Harden already wanted, like, out. Like, Dame, it's not really yeah. the same thing. So, like, I think that if Dame gets traded, it's going to be in the offseason. Like, I don't think that the Blazers and just, like, him in general, I don't think that they're going to, like, force a trade midseason. And he's just, like, so weird, man. Like, do you want to be in Portland? Do you not want to be in Portland? Like, stop being so fucking discreet. He wants discreet. to win and be in Portland, but you can't fucking do both, buddy, so pick. Like, stop being so discreet. Like, he's, like, like he'll do shit on lives, and people will be like, oh, it seems like Dame's hinting that he wants out of Portland. And it's like, but then he just, like, just actually fucking tell us what you want, man. Like, no one cares. He's, like, so I like, know, it's so annoying. Like, stop. He's so, like, yeah. I don't know, bro. Okay, number seven. Who do you got? Steph Curry. Same, same list continues. Who do you got? The Warriors. Huh? Okay. Um, I got the Clippers here. Okay. So now the list starts to change up. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, finally. I'll talk about... So the Warriors, I have the higher, obviously. I think, but like I've seen. No, I think you have the blower, bro. I've seen people say that they're gonna be the one seed. So many people, they're like, they got Clay and Iggy back. They're gonna be the one seed. Like this is the most like, I think outside of the Lakers, like the Warriors are like people think they're gonna be the two seed. Just because everyone likes the Warriors as well. People think they're the second best team in the West, but they're not. I think that where I have them is perfect, but. I mean, seven, I think, is well. I don't know, though, because, like, part of me, I don't know how much Clay coming back is going to, like, help them. Like, obviously, having Clay on the court and his gravity and his three point shoot. But I don't think he's that anymore. You don't think what? Mm. He's coming off of two major ass leg injuries. No, that's fair. I still think that, like. And I don't think he'll be as impactful of a defender. Like, not nearly as impactful as a defender as he once was. Definitely not. I still think that it's enough. The thing about Clay though is like he doesn't need to really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't rely on athleticism, but still, like running around, like this man runs. runs <laughs> no, exactly. It's I don't know. Like I'll have yeah. to see how he comes back. That's definitely like the big X factor in it. Yeah. But like, yeah, they also like... didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. So, like. Do they jump to like a top two seed like people are saying just by adding Clay? No, exactly. Cause like, but yeah. And I don't know how much of a difference Jonathan Kaminga and uh, sorry, come, come bucket and Moses Moody are making <laughs> for you. 
I don't even like I'd even consider them when I was like thinking of no exactly and like doing my standings like they didn't they literally didn't cross my mind and like Iggy Iggy is basically just a defender at this point Iggy's of his career like, yeah he's just old <laughs> how impactful is he even no literally like he's obviously he's gonna play solid defense but even that, like, yeah. to a point, it's gonna that's even gonna start to grow. So then, what the hell is he gonna be doing for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, man's is just out there walking. <laughs> not, not even running. He's like thirty-eight. Like, goddamn. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Yeah, we'll talk about the Warriors more when it gets to where I have them, and I'll talk about why I have them where they are. So yeah, do you have anything else to say about the Warriors at seven for you? I think you know. Yeah. So the Clippers at seven. So my main thing is obviously no Kawhi. And I know that they won playoff games without Kawhi, but there's just teams that I just simply just like see being better. Like, because you have to think about Kawhi. Kawhi is a 25 point per game score. Yeah. And he brings elite defense. So you, in order to be the same level team, you need to gain an extra 25 points as a team and you also need to just like reggie jackson make up that defense reggie jackson and like <laughs> i think that i don't think that he's the average of five <laughs> but i think he could definitely like pick up some load i think pg will like i think he'll be like split evenly a bit but i don't think it's gonna be enough yeah yeah and defend like i like their depth but i i think bledsoe is a big x factor because if he's like what he was doing on the bucks in the regular season, at least, just like defensively and playmaking wise, then I can see this team being better. But yeah, yeah. Do they still have Luke Kennard? Yes. Okay. Send so him out to your deal with them. I think. Like okay, so starting lineup you got like Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Marquise Morris, and Zubac. Then off the bench like Bledsoe, Bledsoe Luke Kennard, Nick Batum, um, Ibaka. And, I forgot Ibaka will be back. And I don't know who else, but yeah. But that's, 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 Ibaka. that's, a, that's a good team. That's good depth. That's good, but I don't think it's enough to, like, obviously... Without Kawhi, it's hard. Without Kawhi, it's hard. I think Paul George will have a good year. I'm high on Terrence Mann, Reggie Jackson, and Paul George. Yeah. Those are the guys yeah. I think will step up. But I don't know, man. It's just like... The injury to, and it's also like with the Nuggets, Jamal Murray's gonna come back way sooner than Kawhi. So that's why I kind of have. I still don't know how far into the regular season Jamal Murray will be back because he got injured like right at the end. Oh, I guess like it's also different though because of like time span. So yeah. April's well, like when the playoffs like, regularly like, start. Three months, three, three months before Kawhi. So that's three months after yeah. recovery that he is above. Kawhi, and Kawhi also rests, but I just think, like, the Clippers are a good team. I think that they'll stay afloat. I don't think they'll fall out of the playoffs, but I don't think that they're that top team they could be with Kawhi. I don't think they have enough to make up that loss. Yeah, like, I have the Clippers one higher at, uh, I guess that would be six. Okay, so then is there anything that you want to talk about with them at six, since we're already, like, talking about them? Not really. We kind of hit that, like, yeah, like, I expect a solid season out of Terrence Mann. I expect Paul George to continue to be on his shit that he was doing in the playoffs. Uh, I like, I really actually like the pickup of Bledsoe for them. I think he'll be a really solid fit there. Yeah. The thing is, like, Ibaka kind of sucks now. So, like, 
<laughs> coming off that big injury, he's only 32. He was, he was part of the Young older. Thunder Corps, man. Yeah, but I thought he was older, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. He's coming off an injury, and he wasn't, like, doing that much shit last year. Like, I think that he's... No, like, he was just, like, he was just, like, all right for them. When he was on the Raptors, like, he was really good for them. Primey blocker. I don't really... You can make an argument. That's, like, his second prime. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's just, like, a second version of his prime. Yeah. There's a lot... I feel like Brooke Lopez is like that. Like, I think... 100%. It's, like, where he's a better... It's like where player, you, yeah. yeah, it's like where you change your game to be more impactful. I love when players do that. It's very interesting to see, like the evolution of some players like that. Blake they, had a pretty wild ev- uh, evolution. Mans was just a pure like dunker. athletic scorer, then he turned into like a three fucking point shooter, playmaker, playmaker, three point shooter, and now he's just like the hustle guy. Now he's just that's facts. Now he's literally just like the hustle guy, defensive guy. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mads could do what Anthony Edwards will have that later in his <laughs> whatever you whatever need you me to do, <laughs> coach. Whatever you need me to do, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so at six, you have the Clippers. Anything else you want to talk about with them? No, we hit everything. Yeah, I think that I think that wouldn't be an awful idea if they start Bledsoe and have Reggie off the bench. I was thinking that as well, actually. I really, I actually want to see that just to see. Like, I think that that's a a lot of a reliable option. Yeah. Um. So at six, I have the Mavs. Yeah, I thought so. I think. Let me look back at my list. Um, I was on basketball. Okay, number six, I have the Mavs. Yeah. Yeah, I have them one higher as well. So. I think everything just got because I have the Warriors pretty high. Yeah. So I think everything just got pushed like back. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess we'll talk about the Mavs then, since we're both kind of aligned. You have them one spot higher. Um, they were the five seed last year. They didn't change anything, but obviously I have them lower uh, because the Reggie Warriors jumped Bullock? up. Just <laughs> but they lost. <laughs> didn't they? Oh, Josh. <laughs> Never mind. I, I thought they lost someone else, too. Was it just Josh Richardson they lost? Carlisle. Oh, yeah, I guess coaching, but yeah. Ooh, that's kind of... That's then big. their new head coach, Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know about that one, Chief. But <laughs> imagine imagine if, like, Steve Nash didn't go to the Nets last year and waited a year, and then yeah. Steve Nash and Dirk were the coaches of the Mavs. <laughs> like, that'd be sick. But no, yeah. It's like, here's the thing. The Mavs, nothing on their team has changed. Nothing in their personnel, I think, has changed. Yeah, the, the way they play won't change. No, exactly. They're the exact same team. But the only thing is, I think Luca will obviously be improved. Like, and then I, but then also it counteracts. It like, it cancels out with the fact that the Warriors, I think, will jump higher than them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, nothing like, really yeah. else to talk about no, there. Like, it's like, their team, they, Jason Kidd, like, wants them to play different, but you don't have the personnel to do that. Like you're literally going to have to give the ball to Luca because who the hell else is going to have the ball for your team and be able to help playmake? Like no one. No one else. Yeah, no playmake or like create. Like exactly. most of the players, except for like Tim Hardaway Jr. But like I wouldn't have him as like my 
my co-one next to Luca. Exactly. And it's like Kristaps, it's like I don't expect anything major out of him. Yeah. It could happen. Like I said in a previous episode, yeah. this is kind of like the last year where if he doesn't make like a even like a tiny change, then this is just who he is. Well, yeah, because you have the coaching change, which I think was part of the issue, potentially part of the issue for it. But if he does, like, yeah, if you don't see anything, any major differences this year, this is just how Kristaps will be at this point, which, like, yeah. it's disappointing. But at the same time, it's also not a bad player. Obviously, just not your second, your fucking second guy. On the team with Luca, that has yeah. like if you have Luca, you're trying to do way better than just like make the playoffs. No, exactly. But yeah, I think like they're they're the same team, man. Let's move on. Like, there's nothing else yeah. to really like talk about. They're gonna play the same. They have the exact same team. They'll be like, yeah, like I said, Luca will be a little bit better, but the Warriors, I think, will be above the mass. So that's the only reason why it's like, yeah. But so you have the Mavs five, right? Yeah. Yup. You have the Clippers high. Oh, wait, no, you just had the Mets. I, I, I was no, I, no, legit, I forgot. I kind of forgot that Kawhi was injured, and I was like, shit, and I, like, moved the Clippers down. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a big... I mean, that's basically, like, what they're... Like, you can't even think about, like, Kawhi, because he's not going to be there that season. So it's just, yeah, like, no, exactly. you have to look at the roster, like, not with Kawhi. So, yeah. Um. So your five is the Mavs? Yeah. Okay, my five is the Nuggets. I'm guessing you have them. We'll see. We'll see. Um, don't don't, don't spoil one, it. You, yeah. you fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I kind of see what happened. Basically, the only difference is the Warriors um, were different on them, which they're a controversial team just because, like, yeah, lots of change. And some people have them higher, some people have them lower. But I have the Nuggets at five. The main thing, Jamal Murray injury, obviously. Um, he's going to come back sooner than Kawhi, and he's going to come back during the regular season, I think. But I think Jokic, like, he's seen what he can do without Jamal Murray. I think MPJ is going to have a good year. And you got Aaron Gordon still. You got Monte Morris. Um, yeah. They got Jermichael Green, Jeff Green. They got the Greens. Um, okay. I just think... I think they're just a decent regular season team. Yeah. I think that without Jamal Murray, it's going to kind of hurt. But I think that Jokic is enough, and he's shown that he's enough to, like, keep them afloat. Yeah, like, if they had Jamal Murray, I think they could definitely be higher. But... I think they could be, like, a spot higher for me. Yeah. Maybe even, like, two spots. But yeah, without Jamal Murray, it's kind of tough. I Obviously, Jokic is still the MVP. I think he'll do the same thing. MPJ is good. I'm trying to think of who else is on that team. Will Barton. They don't really have like who's their like third score gonna be? Aaron Gordon. Probably. Because like you have MPJ as the clear second guy, which he needs to have a good year. Yeah. No, if MPJ has a bad year, they're fucked. No, yeah. Uh Will Barton. Bull Bull, maybe he could be at some PT. <laughs> Bull Bull, the third score. <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah no. they don't have like that. Yeah, I guess it is like. I guess Aaron Gordon is that third guy, so he's gonna have to. I mean, he has shown that he can do that. Do that, but at the same time, it's like. Actually, yeah, he can do that. Can, but like, I'd still prefer Aaron Gordon to just be like their solid defender next to Jokic. Yeah, he averaged he averaged ten points in the Nuggets, so like. It was shit for them. <laughs> he was fucking like trying to talk shit to everyone in the lineup in the or the locker room and the playoffs, and he just ended up playing like ass. 
But yeah, I've seen like videos of him like he's slimmed down. He's like toned up a bit more and he's working on like his shot creation and his playmaking and like ball handling. But like that's you could that, say Ben like, Simmons been doing that shit. Off season vi- exactly. Like off season <laughs> videos, like it's gonna be the exact same shit on the court and statistically. So like I don't really like I don't know, man. It's just like anybody can work on that stuff and do that stuff in an open gym. But when yeah, you're doing it, do you're not gonna get the chance to do it in an actual game, especially when you have Nikola fucking Jokic as your center and your main playmaker and ball handler. And then you have Monte Morris, who is a very good playmaker and a very good ball handler. And then you got MPJ, who's going to ISO. You're just never going to have the chance to do that. And it's not a bad thing. Like, you could still be a valuable piece, but you should be a valuable piece and work on the aspects of the things that you're actually going to end up doing in the game. No, yeah, I don't know why players don't, like, do that. Like, because they want to try and be more. No, exactly. Like, Ben Simmons, every fucking warm-up, you see him practicing, like, floaters and hook shots and shit. But, man, it just doesn't even fucking shoot the ball, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, just work on slashing and free-throw shooting, and I'll be, like, just work on, at this point. Just work what you do in-game. And that's, like, the problem exactly. with players. They're like, oh, look what I can do. I'm, I'm going to be able to do this now. And they just never do it. So it's like, why why do you why do you work on this if you just don't do it? <laughs> yeah. Facts. Um, let's move on to four. Who do you have at four? Actually, did we say who you have at five? It's the Nuggets. That was my four. The Nuggets are? Yeah. Huh? Oh, okay. I see what happened. Yeah. So basically, everything got moved down. And I have the Warriors at four. I just the Warriors here, yeah. So I have the Warriors at four. Um, the thing is, I don't know why I really have them. It's like, <laughs> I just have them here. I see them better. I guess it's as simple as this. I see them being a better team than the Mavericks. No, this the... was another, uh, this is another tough like tier. Like, oh no, yeah, I see the Warriors. I don't think I could see them pushing four. I think Denver will have them, but I could definitely see them pushing like five, six. Yeah, the thing is, Curry was already like. An MVP um, caliber player. I think that he'll do the same thing. I think that Draymond obviously is just going to... His skill set is going to be heightened more while their team is better. I think another year with Wiseman. I think Jordan Poole is going to have a really good year. I think Clay Thompson... I think just like the return of Clay Thompson and just like... I think that's kind of the big difference maker. I don't think think they're going to be like... I think you will see a difference, but I don't think he's going to be, like, that different. I don't think he'll be, like, prime clay. Oh, I don't think so either. But I think he'll give you, like, what did he do? I'm trying to look. I'm going to look at his stats. What he did in, like, uh, like his last year with Katie, like, probably, like, 20 points. 21? 21? Yeah, like, I'll check. Um, 21.5. Yeah, like, he was a 20... Like, on average, like, a 22-point-per-game score. Like, I feel like he could slip maybe to, like, 18, 19. Mm, that's, that's kind of the thing. I see him being, like, higher. Because if you look at how they play, it heavily, like, benefits off of him. And you also look at, like, the league. Like, I know it's only been, like, like a couple of years since, like, he was averaging, like, 22 points. But, like, the league still has gone faster and has changed and is a bit more offensive-driven. <laughs> So I think like that'll help, and also like with the way like Curry on offense, I think that's definitely going to help. 
has it been since he's actually played an NBA game? Hasn't it been like 600 days or like 900 so like, days? Or June I don't know. 2019. Because that's when the 2019 finals were and when he got injured. So like, yeah, June 2019. So like two, a little bit over two years. That's a long time. Like a little, but the thing is like, it's not all been rehab because, like, in between his first injury and his second season, no, he was working out to play with them, and then he got re-injured. So it's not like yeah. he's been, like, re rehabbing the same injury for two years. Like, he's had time in between to, like, work on actual, like, basketball, like, at a high level. But then he just got re-injured. So that kind of sucked. He's going to make his return on Christmas? What a fucking present. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be there at the start of the season? I don't mean I don't know if he's ready. It's been so? 200 days since Clay played his last game. Holy fuck! I want to see like a it says like, late post of like the last time Clay Thompson played a basketball game, and then show like the stuff that was happening at that time. Yeah. Why would he not be ready by? Thompson will is likely to make his return Christmas Day against the Suns. Oh, nine, okay. As I didn't nine, know that. As of nine days ago. I didn't know that. I still think like, out. Yeah, like the, 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 here's the thing though. I wouldn't have the Warriors this high if it wasn't for Kawhi and Jamal Murray being injured. Yeah, no, that's true as well. No, that's that's hundred percent. Like if they weren't injured, like if those guys weren't injured, I don't think I'd ha- I wouldn't have the Warriors over them. Yeah, but I think yeah. it just kind of opens up that. But yeah, I have the Warriors at four. Um, so let's move on to three. Who do you Phoenix. have? Phoenix? Okay, I have... Who do I have here? Um, fuck. Where's my list? I have the Jazz. Okay. I don't know. The thing is, part of me, I could... I, I feel like... Here's interchangeable. Yeah. I I don't know, because like, part of me, I feel like Phoenix like could slip, but at the same time, with the injuries of Jamal Murray and Kawhi, is part of the reason like I still have them at three. But, I don't think it was a fluke. Some people are like, oh, it, it was a No, fluke. I don't think it would be like the eight seeds. But I could definitely see them dropping a little bit. Because, like, Jay Crowder is going to get fair. a bit older this year. Chris Paul is going to get older this year. I'm not saying they're going to, like, fucking fall off a cliff. But, but I also like, think, like, the young guys are going to improve and, like, make up for that. Like, I think they'll be the exact same, like, what they were true. in the regular season last year, I think that's going to be what they are. No, I definitely see them being around the same area that they were. Because I think, like, Mikel, Aiden, and Booker are going to make up for the fact, and even, like, Cam Johnson are going to make up for the fact yeah. that, like, Chris Paul and Crowder are maybe going to have a slight decline. Yeah, yeah. And I think they'll be, like, the same. The reason why I have them over, because I'm guessing we both have the Lakers one. We just have the Jazz oh. swapped. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> The reason I have the Jazz below the Suns is because I think the Suns got better this offseason and the Jazz didn't. Like the uh, Jazz, the Jazz didn't get significantly worse at all, but like they got a little bit. Still, yeah. Like losing favors and getting Whiteside. Like I think that was like a little bit of a downgrade because I think Derek Favors. I'm really high on favors and Whiteside. I am not. <laughs> but then you also got. Um, who else did they? Who else someone else? Who uh, else did they lose? Am I tripping? Hold. Picked up Rudy Gay. 
And Eric they up Rudy Gay. That's what it was. But did they lose anyone in Pickle Up? I don't think they lost anyone. I forgot they got Rudy Gay. But yeah, it's basically like the same team. But I just think that I just think the Suns will be bad. They were already pretty close last year, and I think the Suns will just barely edge them out. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, they also got Eric Pascal. So I said. I don't remember you saying that. Said it like three times. You shouldn't hear me. Oh fuck. I I just remember you saying Rudy Gay. <laughs> um but yeah, I just think like this team is basically the same. But I just think like I think last season they overperformed a bit, so I think they'll come back down a bit. Yeah. To make up for it. But I yeah, they're very interchangeable with the Suns. I even like we know we have the Lakers one. I was close to putting the Lakers not at one. Just because like even though they are considered by lots to be a super team, they still like Westbrook, LeBron, and Davis, they still are going to miss a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. Ain't like Westbrook. Westbrook is getting up there in age, Davis is injury prone, and LeBron is gonna be thirty eight. Westbrook ain't missing no games. They are going to rip <laughs> I mean he might play them, but he'll like be resting on the corner. It won't be good. He'll just be like taking a nap in the corner. Like, yeah, I have a broken neck. <laughs> on the court with his neck dragging. <laughs> yeah, he's on the Westbrook on the fast break. Just his neck dragging. He fell over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like that's the Bro, thing. Oh my god, that made me think of that fucking Sam Decker. Sam Decker, clip. yeah. <laughs> Sam Decker, he's like only known for that. Literally, <laughs> like, when you think of Sam Decker, that's the only thing you think of is like that how do you flip. how do you fuck up that bad, bro? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the ball hit his face and went out of bounds. Literally, I need to fucking watch that. <laughs> the best clip of all time. Best acting moment. But yeah, I just think like, oh yeah, here's the thing. The Jazz didn't, re- yeah, the Suns, they got Shaman and McGee, which I think are huge. They didn't lose anyone and they got Shaman and McGee, which I think are huge things. And then I think that the loss between Derek Favors and Whiteside is worse than... Yeah, I just think that the Suns, the Suns met their needs more. I think Shamit's a really good pickup, and I think Tuvel was a good pickup. So, yeah, I like Shamit. Shamit, what the bucket? <laughs> but yeah, that's my thing. Jazz are three, Suns are two for me, and then one I have the Lakers. But I, I could see them dropping off just because even though they are a great team and they have great vets, and on paper they're like a championship team. This isn't ranking the teams. On their skill. This is how good they'll do in the regular season. And yeah. so I'm just questioning no, exactly. how like much they'll care about that. Yeah, I mean, thing is, you Even have without Russ. them trying, they'll be like top. Yeah, three. that too. That too. But the thing is, you have Russ, and I think he'll go out and he'll compete like every game's the fucking playoffs. That's why I ultimately put them at one yeah. was because of that. That was that was the difference maker, really. Finally giving Russell Westbrook some praise. Well, I mean, that's what he does best. No, yeah. But, bro, my, my least... Okay, this is what we're going to do before we end the show. I need to go on a little Westbrook rant. <laughs> my least favorite thing, it's the Westbrook cycle. Westbrook does amazing during the regular season at some points and helps elevate his team. Has a shit playoffs, goes to a new team, and gets praised, and people act like he is as good as he was at that point when he was helping that team. You know, like because here's or, the thing. Or the other team was was the problem. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like Westbrook, he did great in stretches for the Wizards that season, 
But then the playoffs, he shit the bed. Then he goes to the Lakers, and people are acting like he's just always that player that he was when the Wizards were doing good with him. Yeah, yeah. And they just disregard his playoff run. That's what happened last year, too, with the Rockets, when he had that bad playoff run with the Rockets. And then he went to the Wizards, and people were acting like he was he was going to be the Russell Westbrook from when he was on the Rockets during the regular season. Bro, it's crazy to me how, like, uh, it's crazy to me how crazy. It's, uh, <laughs> like, how different people I'm different. rate I'm Russ. different. Yeah, like some people are like, if you don't have Russell Westbrook as a top three point guard of all time, you're a casual. If you have Westbrook in your top ten of all time, you're a casual. It's just what you value. No, exactly. And that's why it's so polarizing because your opinion of him literally comes down to what you value. If you value highlights and stats and triple doubles, then he will be high. But if you value impact and consistency and fit then he will be lower for you. No, exactly. Why we have him lower because we're not always impressed by just empty, not empty stats, but like counting stats. We're not yeah. just impressed by counting stats and that's like what determines a whole player. No, because it's annoying when you're like, Westbrook had a triple-double. It's like, okay, whatever. And then they're like, yeah, but whenever he has a triple-double, he's helping the team. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Westbrook's five turnovers in the, in the regular season is not helping their team. Yeah, his ten his quadruple doubles with ten yes, his quadruple doubles <laughs> is that healthy the team? Is the parts in the clutch when he? Oh my god, this man! Like, did you see that one play? It was like the Wizards last year. It was like one second left on the clock, and they needed, and they were down by three, and Westbrook was the inbounder, and he just threw it like completely <laughs> out of bounds, nowhere near anyone. <laughs> It was against the Kings. I remember that shit. You should look at that clip. It's so it's so bad. There was literally no one on that side of the court, and he just like threw it there. <laughs> and it was like he just has done like stuff like that. The only like good thing he did in the clutch was like that thing against the Nets, but yeah. it was still like weird. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, why are you doing that? <laughs> and, <he laughs> made it. and I was like, oh! <laughs> and I just started freaking out. You remember his uh, buzzer beater against the Nuggets? Class. Okay, that was that was pretty sick too. That was a historic game because isn't that yeah. when he passed the triple double uh season thing? Or it was something to do with the triple double record? I and think that's when he passed for most in the season. That gets out of the playoffs, I think. That's what it was too. But it was like just like a big yeah, and then he dropped like fifty, had game. the game winner. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. But yeah. So, really, to recap, we have the exact same rankings, except, <laughs> except you have oh, the Jazz higher the than... First half of the list. Like, literally, the first half of the list, everything is the same. And then the second half of the list, and nothing is the same except the Lakers. They're just, like, different order. Yeah, but that's because, like, the Warriors thing really just, like, yeah. screws it up. But really, we have, like, teams in the same, like, area. It's literally just the Warriors, you having them at seven, just moves everything a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's really the only difference is I'm higher on the Warriors than you are. And then also, um, you have the Jazz over the Suns, and I have the Suns over the Jazz. Yeah. But that's, like, also, like, very interchangeable. <laughs> and, like, yeah, we'll have to see. It would be but... crazy if some team doesn't make the playoffs. That it's, like, towards the upper. Not the upper. Like, obviously, the Lakers, Jazz, and Suns are going to make it. But if, like, the Clippers just, like, fall out of the playoffs... 
That would be fucking wild. Clippers or, like, Mavs or, like, Blazers. Yeah. The thing is, like, that's the thing with the play-in tournament. Like, well, that's how the Warriors missed the playoffs last year. Yeah. I feel like there's a big gap, though, between 8 and 7 and 9 and 10. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a big gap between the tier with the Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Timberwolves and the tier with, like, the Mavs, the the Trailblazers, and the Clippers. No, I could agree with that. There's a big gap, but yeah. Um, so next we'll do our East standings predictions. I'm excited for that. Uh, I think that one, I mean, it'll probably be like more of the same. <laughs> we'll have to see. Maybe I'll just like be controversial on purpose. Just kidding. Just make the Nets are the 15th seed. The Celtics are gonna be 14, and number one will be the Pistons. Cade Cunningham's gonna Cade have Cunningham a 40 point MVP. triple double. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna win MVP. Could you imagine? MV, MV Cade. MV. I was gonna say MV, <laughs> MVP on the Pistons. <laughs> but that is all for this episode of Hooper's Lab Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our Western Conference standing predictions for the upcoming season. And we hope you tune in for our next episode when we do the Eastern Conference standing predictions for the 2021-2022 NBA season. We hope you enjoyed and we'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Adios.